In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg. Richard Hunt, the world-renowned sculptor who had formed strong ties with Southwest Michigan through his studio in the Benton Harbor Arts District, passed away on Saturday. He was 88 years old. According to a statement posted to his website, Hunt died peacefully at his home in Chicago. Over his 70-year career, the Chicago native was recognized as one of the most successful metal sculptors in the world, with well over 100 sculptures placed throughout the country. In 1995, Hunt opened his satellite studio on Territorial Road in Benton Harbor. His works are on display in our area, including the Soaring and UCs overlooking the St. Joe River Channel and rising crossing tides in front of Krasel. Earlier this year, Hunt announced he was gifting his 20,000-square-foot Benton Harbor studio to the community via the Krasel Arts Center. The statement announcing his passing noted, At the core of his artistic and philosophical approach was a fundamental concern with freedom. He said, I am interested more than anything else in being a free person. To me, that means that I can make what I want to make, regardless of what anyone else thinks I should make. A solo exhibition of the artist's sculptures will continue as planned at White Cube, New York in March of 24. A celebration of his life will be held next spring. The Unified Civic Monuments Project has announced a new crowdfunding campaign as it seeks a $50,000 match from the state to reach its fundraising goal. African American History and Literature Gallery co-director Sharon Brown tells us the project is seeking to build two monuments to Dr. Martin Luther King, one in Benton Harbor and one in St. Joe. She says the idea is to spread a message about justice in both communities. The whole vision behind the monuments is to enlighten, encourage, is to remind us those that are still holding on to justice. Certainly, regardless of one's skin tone, that humanity is at stake here. It has always been at stake. The project is now working with the Michigan Economic Development Corporation's Public Spaces Community Places program, which puts up matching grants for community projects. They said, we're wanting to get on board at that last $100,000. We'll help you with that $100,000. We'll come in with fifty, and you do the other fifty. That's the deal they've cut. Brown says the Monuments Project is in its last stretch. If it can raise $50,000 through the new crowdfunding campaign, the MEDC will match it, and then the project will have reached its goal. Brown says anyone who supports the message of the Monuments Project can vote for it by giving. We have a link to the donation page at our website, wsjm.com. The goal remains to construct both monuments next year. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Office is investigating two shootings from Saturday. It says police were notified of a 27-year-old South Haven man who had arrived at Bronson Lakeview Hospital in Paw Paw at around 10.30 in the evening with two gunshot wounds. While investigating, police were notified another gunshot victim had arrived at Lakeland Hospital in Watervalite. The victim was a 31-year-old male from Covert. Officers determined the two shootings were related, although they don't have a suspect or a motive. Anyone with information on the shootings is asked to contact the Van Buren County Sheriff's Department. The Marion County Election Commission is set to meet again today to review recall petition language filed against Buchanan Mayor Sean Dennison and City Commissioner Dan Vigansky. The petition against the mayor was filed in November by Buchanan residents Carla Johnson and Monroe LeMay after the mayor suspended then-city manager Benjamin Eldridge. A prior petition was rejected because of a misspelling. A separate recall petition was later filed against Commissioner Vagansky by Jacob Brown, a member of Buchanan's City Planning Commission. That petition alleges Commissioner Vagansky violated city code and conduct Depending on the outcome of today's clarity reviews by the Marion County Election Commission, those that are approved have 180 days to gather signatures to put the recall election on the ballot. 
Petitioners must gather signatures equal to 25% of the turnout of the last election. Petitioners have 60 days to collect those signatures once they begin. However, the petition must be submitted no later than 180 days after it was approved by the Elections Board. The Marion County Board of Commissioners has finalized its arrangement with Midwest Energy and Communications to expand broadband internet throughout the area. At a meeting last week, the board signed off on spending up to $4.5 million to help MEC as it uses a state grant and its own funds to lay fiber in unserved areas. Commissioner Terry Freeling said the county's broadband committee, BCBIT, has been in contact with MEC and it's creating route maps now. Work starts next year. Bertrand, they've already completed the route evaluation. They've been working on pole attachments permitting, and they will be breaking ground likely in the second quarter of 2024, mostly because of weather, just because it's really hard to construct anything when the ground is frozen, particularly if it's going in the ground. The route maps for Galene and Eau Claire are done, and the map for Baroda is being drawn now. Freeling said MEC is ready to move forward. They have been already working fairly feverishly to get things sort of moving forward. Freeling noted the county is working to ensure about 260 properties that were initially in the state grant to be served but later removed will still be provided broadband. The state actually pulled 855 properties from the list of about 5,000 because it identified other sources of broadband for those people. The county then negotiated and got the number down to 260. County Administrator Brian DeSette says the board will seek bids from ISPs to serve those 260 properties using ARPA dollars. MEC could still be the provider for those parcels since it's laying fiber near them anyway. The RFP will go out in a few weeks. Looking at international news, Congressman Bill Heisinger is doubtful a deal will be reached on a Ukraine aid package anytime soon. While leaders in the U.S. Senate say they are hopeful to have a plan this week, Heisinger tells us a rumor floating around last week in Washington is that it's unlikely to be true. If the Senate were to put something together, then they may try to call the House of Representatives back. I don't see that happening. Two things I'm not sure are going to happen. One, that the Senate would actually come up with an agreement. Heisinger says any package for Ukraine should have transparency and mechanisms for accountability to have his support. He says House Republicans are serious about tying border security to any Ukraine deal. He doesn't believe the Biden administration is taking that seriously. It's the complete denial of what is happening on the southern border. Not even an acknowledgement of literally, I think it was two or three days ago, a record day of 20,000 people, known people who came across the border in one day. Heisinger says the House is now on break and is not scheduled to come back to Washington for several weeks. He predicts that if any aid package for Ukraine is reached, it will be in early January. Meanwhile, Ukraine has been taking setbacks in its war with Russia as aid from the U.S. has dried up. A senior U.S. military official has warned that without American support, Ukraine is certain to fail. The nominees for this year's Southwest Michigan Regional Chamber Awards have been announced. The Chamber is planning its Business Recognitions Awards Ceremony, an annual meeting on February 16 at Lake Michigan College's Mendel Center. Attendees will vote on the winners of its awards at the event. There are several categories. Nominated for Small Business of the Year are B&L Information Systems, the Coloma St. Joe KOA Holiday, Hinman Counseling Services, and Pete's Cider Social. The nominees for the Nonprofit of the Year Award are Backpacks for Barian, the Krasil Art Center, the Logan Autism Learning Center, the Readiness Center, 
the Silver Beach Center, and the Southwest Michigan Community Action Agency. Other categories include Best New Business and Economic Impact. There are also awards for individuals. They are Rising Star Award and the Pat Moody Award. We have the full list at our website, WSJM.com. Tickets for the 2024 Business Recognition Breakfast Annual Meeting and Awards Ceremony are available now. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Ken Lundberg.